0: that people are waiting for your words. They're waiting for you to come up to speed in this virtual environment. They're waiting for you to get trained to get your message out to the world. They're waiting for you to get that equipment and step on the virtual stage. Welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm Arvie Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host for the Million Dollar Speaker podcast. And I have another really good one for you today. And that is, if you wanna become a million dollar speaker, you must know the seven non-negotiable rules of public speaking. That's right, the seven non-negotiable rules of public speaking, both live and virtual when you're speaking. when you're speaking live and virtual, it doesn't matter. You need to know these rules. So we're going to jump right in. Rule number one. Rule what rule number one is to become the script. Become the script. So what do I mean by that? That means that you need to practice one hour for every two minutes of presentation. That's how you become really good. That's how you become a million-dollar speaker. Most speakers, they don't even practice 30 minutes but you need to practice one hour for every two minutes of speech. That means if your speech is 30 minutes, you need to practice 15 hours. That's right, that's what it takes to become the script. It's just like when you are in your car listening to the radio and you hear this song over and over and over again, and all of a sudden you start singing it. You didn't set out to learn that song. But you heard it so many times that it, you became it, right? It was in you. And that's the same with your presentation. You need to practice so often out loud, that doesn't mean reading, out loud where you can hear it. Your subconscious and your conscious can hear it over and over and over again. And here's the beauty. When you become the script, you will not forget what to say. You will not be nervous. You will be more confident. And guess what? You will be free that if there's an inspiration that comes to you, maybe it's a quote, maybe it's a story, you'll be free to do that without it throwing you off your mark. And this has happened to me so many times I've been speaking and then Uh, I just get this message like somebody in the audience needs to hear a particular story, so I will share that story, and then I get right back on track. So become the script. That's rule number one. Rule number two, stay on time. (laughs) Stay on time. That's right. Stay on time. Whatever your speaker time is, you need to stick to it to the second. Do not, if you have 30 minutes to speak, do not speak for 35 minutes. If you have 30 minutes to speak, speak don't speak for 20 you want to give them what you know as much time as you have because the longer you're in front of your audience the more they will like you fall in love with you and buy from you so you want to don't cut them short but at the same time they're going to subtract the love if you go over and the organizer of that event will not be too happy especially if you've caused their agenda to go awry so just be a good speaker a million-dollar speaker and stay on time now speaking of time if some other speaker goes over time and then your time could be cut cut I want you to be gracious I want you to be gracious if you had 30 minutes and now they come to you and say I'm sorry to stay on, on track we, we have to cut your time and you only have 15 minutes be gracious Say, okay, no problem, I know how to do that, no problem, whatever you need. Do not be upset, do not have an attitude, or you will not be invited back. All right, so be gracious. Stay on time, and if your time is cut, just be gracious, cut down your speech, and again, a million-dollar speaker knows exactly what to take out to make their, their signature talk a shorter one. Rule number three, build rapid rapport. That's right. Rapid rapport. That means quick, right? Quick. You need to get in there and quickly build up rapport, that love and trust of your audience. So how do you do that, you're asking me? How do you do that? Well, first thing you need to do is grab their attention immediately in the first couple of seconds. You don't want to just kind of get warmed up. You want to go bam and grab their attention and then thank them for heaven's sakes, for being there. Most speakers thank their audience at the end of their presentation. It's too late to build rapport, then thank them at the beginning, appreciate them, love on them. And and by all means, if you can, call them by name. In Zoom meetings, we can see their names in events, oftentimes they wear name tags. If not, if you are at a live event, go around and introduce yourself. But in in virtual world, we can see their names. So you can build rapport by calling people their name. There's nothing sweeter Than someone hearing their own name. And of course, you always want to say please and thank you. If someone has a question and you, you want to say it, that's a great question. Thank you for that question. Awesome. Yeah, you know, all that good stuff builds rapport and of course you want to share your professional story. That's how people will get a connection to you. Right, they will see or hear something familiar about your story, and they'll go, oh, that was me, or oh, I did that, or oh, yes, I'm a member of that group, or oh, yeah, so you want to share your professional story, that story that sets you up as a professional in your field, and as a professional speaking about whatever it is you're speaking about, so it earns you the right, it gives you credibility, so always share your professional story. And number four, over deliver without overwhelming. You want to over deliver more than they expected, but don't overwhelm. There was one speech I went to and uh, the title, after reading the title, I knew we were in trouble because it said 101 ways to market your mediation business. And I thought, oh my goodness, and he only had 30 minutes to speak. It was like a fire hose and he never went deep with any topic. It was too much in the amount of time. It would be too much anyway, even for a full day workshop. So don't do that. It's better to just give a few points and go deeper with each of those points. I always say if it's a 30 minute talk, you can do about three to five teaching points. And that's it, and you can add stories that support it, or quotes, or case studies, or examples. You've got enough time to do that. A laundry list doesn't do anything for anyone, and always give your best stuff, your best content. Not the old stuff that you've been teaching for years, but new, innovative information. Something that people can use today. Number five, create an individual experience. Now, when we are speaking live, that's pretty easy to do. You can invite people up to the stage, you can have hot seats, you can have breakouts, you can you know, do different things with your audience. In the virtual world, it's a little bit more challenging and what I find is people give up. Don't, be creative, be creative. So let me give you some examples of how you can create that experience and some of that audience participation. I'm going to give you a list, but I'm also going to explain it. So comment in the chat box. Now we've all, I'm assuming you know about Zoom, of course, um, but in the chat box, but be specific. Don't just leave it open. Say, tell me where you're you're zooming in from. Tell me where you're calling in from. You know, what state are you in? You want to first ask for comments that are common, that are easy to answer, that are not revealing. As you go along, you can ask a little more personable questions, but in the beginning, be just very generic. Use those reactions. Invite people to give you a heart or, or a thumbs up or applause or something like that. If you ask for it, people will generally do it. Ask them to raise their hand physically so you can see them because where the activity is, our eyes tend to follow. So, uh, verbally also, nonverbal icons, those are the little ones in Zoom that are, you have to click on the participants and they're over to the right. Uh, they're very small, but you know, there's a lot of different varieties uh, coffee cups and all kinds of things. Verbal involvement, encourage them to speak up. Have the mic off, you know, or their mute, you know, have their mute, their mic on, I should say, and speak up whenever they want. Breakout rooms. Now, breakout rooms are very cool in Zoom, but a lot of people nowadays are getting tired of them. They're getting sick of them. Why? Because people are not being creative. If you're going to have a breakout room, you need to be very specific on what is to be done in that room. You are here to answer these three questions or be creative, have a scavenger hunt. I've had scavenger hunts where um, I've told them, okay, you have two minutes to find something that you love, something that you're proud of, an accomplishment or something you're proud of, and something that makes you laugh. Now go, time it two minutes, then you tell them the instructions. When you get back in the room, you'll each have one minute and you will explain your three artifacts. the person with the longest hair will be the facilitator. The person with the shortest hair will be the timer. Now go. Boom. So very specific. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. So breakout rooms can be good, but people are tired of the stale old, old breakout rooms. All right, so be creative. Whiteboards, you can use whiteboards in Zoom. I don't particularly use them because they're they look like you're. Five years old, trying to draw something, but uh, they can be used. You can use them for texting, all kinds of things. You can have quizzes. Quizzes are a great way to involve your audience. All right? Quizzes, all kinds of different things. Number six, we're going to go to rule number six. Tell stories. Tell stories. In every speech, you must... Share stories, and there's four stories that I tell people to teach. Number one is your professional story. Number two is an emotional story. Now, emotional stories don't have to be boo-hoo, right? Ooh, no, they can be funny. They can be funny. Funny is an emotion, right? So I tell a couple of stories that are funny. I'm just going to tell you a real short example right now. So there was a little girl. She was about five years old, and she was in art class. And the teacher comes up behind her because she's drawing feverishly. And the teacher asks her, Mary, what are you drawing? And Mary looks up at the teacher and said, I'm drawing a picture of God. And the teacher said, but Mary, nobody knows what God looks like. And the little girl, without looking up, said, well, they will in a minute. (laughs) So you can do some fun jokes like that, uh, turn them into stories, or you can you know give real life examples of funny things that have happened to you in your life. All right? So so emotional stories can be fun and funny. They don't have to be sad. All right? N- the next story that you need is a story with a lesson. That's a story with a lesson that you but you don't tell people the lesson. They get the lesson themselves. And then the last story is a success story, or what some people call a testimonial, but you must have success stories in your presentation. These are people that have worked with you, they were struggling, then they worked with you, and now they're enjoying what, right? That's a success story, so you want to have several success stories in your presentation. All right, rule number seven, rule number seven, and probably the most important of all rules, although they're all important, and that is a call to action. That's right, I see this all the time, people that don't work with me, obviously, but I see it on business stages where the business owner will do a great presentation, and then at the end, they don't have a call to action, and of course, they do not get any business. So you want that call to action. What I call an invitation. An invitation to do business with you. You, As a speaker, that is your moral duty to provide a way that people can get more of you. More of you, more of your information, more of your services, whatever it is you talked about. When you don't give them a way to get more, you're doing a disservice. Because there's people out there that are hurting. Your message will heal people. Your message will end their suffering. Your message will grow their business. So they want to get more. So don't be afraid to to make an offer and it doesn't have to be a sales pitch. I've got several ways that I'm going to uh, teach you right now where you can do a virtual call to action. So here's some virtual call to action ideas. Because a lot of people tell me, well, in the virtual world, you know, my hands are tight. I can't do anything. I'm, well, I'm going to give you five. And these are five that I've done myself. So number one, a raffle. Remember in the live world, we, we collect business cards, give something away for free. Yay, everybody's excited We call up a volunteer to collect the cards. It's all orchestrated very nicely. Well, in here, guess what? We can still do the same thing. It's just gonna be a little different. So raffle prize, something really good, not a gift certificate for your services. That is not a prize. Um, there's, but something good, right? Uh, an hour with you, or an actual physical product. Uh, it depends if you are going to have international people on your uh, in your Zoom room or not, because you may not want to ship something to some to an international audience. But if it's a local audience to wherever you you are, then yeah. You might want to uh, do that, but here's how it works. All right, so raffle prize, there's one winner uh, and you just ask them to email you their address to pick a winner. So you're gonna describe what the product is and service, whatever it is you're giving away, the value of it, and then everybody email now. And you give them your email address and or you can also have someone put it in the chat room. Then you take out your phone. Now, this takes a few minutes. So you take out your you do some other things and then you take out your phone and then you just kind of scroll down and see who pick a winner. Boom! Or you can have them bring it to your computer and that you will tell them later who the winner is. So there's several ways to do it, but please practice this. The next one is send a link to sign up for something for free and it's delivered digitally. So you can put a chat in the, uh, you can put a link in the chat box and just says go and download my free magnetic closing script. It's valued at, here it is, here's what it's going to do for you, go and grab it digitally right now. You can also ask someone here, this is number three, this is virtual close, call to action, virtual close number three, ask everyone to enter their contact information in the chat and you will save it and send something to them later. So I did this and it really works great. So I told everybody I would send them a PDF of my book. And here's, you know, just email me and boom, I had, I, I think there was an audience of about 50 and I had 25 or 26 people, at least half of the room sign up. So that's pretty good in the virtual world. You're going to get a little bit less response in the virtual world than you do in the, in the physical uh, live world. But still, right now, uh, it's still important. I built my list by 25 people. 25 uh, 25 people now have my book in their hands, so it's all good, it's all good. All right, the number four, gift for everyone. You can say, email the address, you can send them something digitally, all right? So um, again, gift for everyone and uh, you will send the, a gift. Now, what's the difference you're probably asking? Ask everyone for their contact information in the chat and you will save it and send them something later Or you actually have that gift for them that you can deliver uh, uh, digitally. All right. So they're very similar, uh, but one, you show it to them, show the value. And the other one is that you're just going to send them a little, a little gift, like a surprise. All right. Number five, strategy session, free 30 minute appointment with you. And what you do to get that, you explain it. Of course, mine is a, uh, Free 30 minute strategy session where we will talk about how you can use public speaking in your business. So we will strategize and see how you can use it in your business. All you have to do, I put a link in the chat. All you have to do is click on that link and schedule your 30 minute appointment, which is worth $200. Boom. So it all depends on what you want. If you wanna build your list, you'll do some of the other ones. If you just want people that are absolutely interested right now today, then you'll give them a calendar link. But those are five virtual call to actions. Now when you speak, here's the last thought that I wanna share with you. When you speak, whether you're speaking live or virtual, you wanna always, now these are are traits of a million dollar speaker, you wanna always bring your A game on. You want to dress professionally. always, even in the virtual world, I see people wearing t-shirts, you know, and when they speak in the virtual world. No, we can see it. It's like a magnifying glass. Everything is magnifying. So dress professionally. Have high energy. Bring your energy level up always because we can only see 50% of you hand gestures make sure you're using hand gestures make sure that your camera is such that we can see hands because we need to see we need to see you we need to see your energy at work stand and deliver i have a stand up desk and i always speak standing up i am sp- Standing up right now because then you can have more energy. You've opened up your diaphragm, and now you know the words just can flow. When you sit down, you're relaxed, right? It's like try to lay down on your bed and 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 be energized. You know, <laughs> same with same with uh, when you sit down, the body just knows you're like you're chilling. Look directly into the camera when you speak always, and remember, you're only speaking to one person. You are not speaking to a crowd, right? You're speaking to that one individual. So that's how you get into their heart and open their hearts. Know what the latest trends are in speaking. The latest trends, especially now in virtual speaking. And I'll tell you what some of them are. Number one, your speaking time is a lot shorter in this virtual world. Um, 15 minutes is good. We don't get 30 minutes or 45, very seldom anymore. It's common to have 15 minutes or 10 minutes. So you have to be more precise than ever. So know what those latest trends are. And of course, the latest trend being that we are in charge of everything now. When you are speaking on somebody else's stage in a live event, then you're not fault faulted as the speaker if the lights aren't good or if the sound isn't good or if the location isn't good. I mean, nobody faults you. They fault the the host or whoever put it together. But guess what? In this world, in the virtual world, you are in charge of everything and we know it. So if your lighting is bad, that's on you. If your sound is bad, that's on you. So you must invest in some new equipment, right? New tools. Um, whatever, lights, microphone, uh, props, if you need it, so anything to make and enhance the speaking experience for the audience better, right, it's up to you, it's up to us as a speaker, and million-dollar speakers know that, and they make sure that their audience is it's taken care of because they have taken care of their audience by providing them what they need, which is to be able to see you and hear you, right? And also the last thing I want to mention to you today is remember that people are waiting for your words. They're waiting for you to come up to speed in this virtual environment. They're waiting for you to get trained to get your message out to the world. They're waiting for you to get that equipment and step on the virtual stage. So that's how you become a million dollar speaker. It has been great sharing this information with you. If you need any help, know I am here for you as the master speaker trainer to get you and your message out to the world. See you next week, bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a Million Dollar Speaker.